Hello and welcome to the Animation Communication Podcast, your source for discussion about animation, film, fandom, and more. So please join your host, I Love Kim Possible a Lot, or KP, and Lauren Kizich, the Abbey Roadie, for today's discussion. If you like what you hear, please remember to support by giving a like, a follow, as well as subscribing to the main I Love Kim Possible a Lot channel on YouTube. Spread the word and keep being a part of a great community. This episode is appropriate for all ages. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the episode that no one's going to watch, hopefully. I mean, um, <laughs> I don't know how pe- how interested people are in, like, other cultures and stuff, so it's an experiment. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> well you know, our, our, our audience is diverse, so, I mean, there's going to be people that you... As if people couldn't tell by the, by the subject of this episode, we're going to be talking about Hanukkah. Um, but I'm sure there are plenty of people in our audience, both who are Jewish and who are not Jewish, and would like to know more about it. So what's what's wrong with sharing a little bit of that? Yeah, I'm just pessimistic. Um, <laughs> shout out to all my all my Jews out there. <laughs> um, okay, before we go into um, specifics, so I'm going to badly tell the story of Hanukkah and answer some of Lauren's um um what's the what's the what's the the word um I can't think of it now but anyway um I, basically I'll let you elaborate and I will ooh and ah at the details and probably poke some questions in here and there but um but as I am the student today the master is KP so. yeah the master is is loose so in the middle of that you'll learn about my religious education and um things that I don't really talk about that much um at, at all anywhere so um yay this is the get to know KP episode kind of sort of like a part of my life so um before we go into origins of stuff and things um what do we have any news lauren yes we have a we have a couple headlines uh and uh one of them is holiday related so i will uh, i'll probably end with that one um but the first one is uh kurds 2 just uh just came out in and actually in some areas it did come out in theaters so for everybody that is not in los angeles right now <laughs> if you're able to go to a theater and support the movie which a lot of t- super talented people worked on. Um, and if you also like the, the first Crudes, uh, then, you know, go definitely go see it. Otherwise, I believe it is uh, streaming as well. So if you can't go to a theater, stream it. But yeah, so then uh, that's uh, the Crudes is DreamWorks. I'd like to specify for those who didn't know. Um, but yeah, a, a team of extremely talented people worked very, very hard, as, as as a lot of animated films are. But this one in particular, especially with when you have uh, designs from Chris Sanders' kind of artistic style, that there's a lot of that really fun, colorful variety of shapes. And yeah, anyway, uh, so definitely go support the film. I've yet to watch it myself, uh, but I'm, I'm getting around to that pretty soon. So uh but yeah, and then uh, as for our holiday headline, uh, HBO Max just announced that on December 3rd, they will be releasing a Looney Tunes holiday special. They Yay. have dubbed it the 24 Carat Holiday Special. So, and that's and this is working with the Looney Tunes cartoons, the brand new ones that they debuted with the streaming service back in May of this year. 
So Yay. yeah, they're doing the things. So um, I'm really surprised that they're streaming Animaniacs through um, Hulu instead of HBO Max because I would have figured because it's a a Warner Brothers property. I, I think it's because there was already a contractual agreement to put it onto Hulu like ages ago. And uh, even then, the original Animaniacs episodes are also on there. So I think it was just easier for people to keep it in one spot, at least for now. Um, and yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward uh, okay. if they end up transitioning over to that. But for the sake of it all to make sense, especially as they wrote it in as their jokes, <laughs> as part of their jokes, is the whole uh, Hulu... Uh, basically uh, hosting the show yeah um which is owned by that, disney so that's why i'm confused <laughs> well yeah i would say they well they i can't say that they like they own it but they have a large part of it it's some kind of thing where they kind of own a lot of it but they don't they aren't the sole owners but uh yeah all right so uh, conglomerates yeah, so are we'll confusing <laughs> But yeah, well, basically, as far as I can tell, uh, Animaniacs is staying there, so. Okay, and then um, remind me, how was the original Crudes um, received? Because I think people were just like, oh no, it's a Nick Cage movie um, about some, huh. like, nomads, like, that's all I remember. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, it's a movie about cavemen and... Um, and just them having to a family of cavemen basically having to explore a whole new world after having to live in a very very sheltered life because they're you know constantly afraid of everything and having to defend themselves um that they basically hold themselves up in a cave to stay safe and so it's basically them learning to explore outside their boundaries and allowing the family to grow and learn uh as they venture into a whole new world and um and i if I remember, it was received all right when it first came out. It, I, it did, of course, get the meme treatment later on. Um, but, uh, but I feel like I feel like a lot of people rather enjoyed it. But I think there's some people that uh, uh, that are more hopeful, or at least I haven't seen too many reviews coming out about this one yet. But uh, okay. I know more people are hopeful for the for the sequel. Uh, so we'll see. Okay, because I don't really like. I think the there original... wasn't any mass hate or anything on the no, first one. No, I just, so... I don't remember anything either way. All I just remember is the Caveman movie with Nick Cage. So um, <laughs> I was just wondering if that was, if it was popular enough to warrant a sequel. Like, I guess uh, it, it is, but, you know. I, don't know. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I gained some kind of traction that it did. And yet we still don't get Rise of the Guardians 2. Come on, people. Give it time. Give it time. Go stream <laughs> it on HBO Max because, like, they have the the dreamworks library right no 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 that's peacock peacock has it this is so confusing hbo hbo max is warner brothers and warner brothers does not have dreamworks so universal is peacock and so universal has dreamworks under their umbrella so you go watch it there <laughs> okay yeah i gotta remember because i i sort them by theme parks so like in my head <laughs> so um I'm, yeah, just I, because just because harry potter is at universal does not make him a universal property sorry people if anybody that was really confused they they just happen to have the real estate and the uh, and the uh creative drive and, and finance that they were like hey we want to bring this licensed property over to this park, and they basically made the best decision ever by doing that. <laughs> yeah, um, 
it's outdated that that my mindset is kind of outdated too because like the simpsons is still in universal and um they don't universal definitely doesn't own the simpsons anymore or you know under fox so um yeah so who knows what's gonna happen with that but uh for for now it stays it's well i guess it's just like you know with with warner brothers being able to keep um harry potter inside a universal park um I mean, the license may still extend to Simpsons being able to stay at Universal, but I oh yeah, I you know so I I imagine it will like it's gonna cost too much money in for infrastructurally words to rebrand plus putting 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 Simpsons into a Disney park doesn't exactly make the most sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, when will it stop? Nobody knows. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, I, I would like to see, like, a Harry Potter, like, roller coaster at, like, Six Flags or something. One of the, one of the many Six Flags. That'd be cool. Warner Brothers. But. Let you get it at Universal for now. <laughs> yeah, well, they have the, um, the Her- the Hagrid ride at the Florida yeah. one. But yeah, not motor- the Universal yeah, the- one. Yet. Not the one yeah, in Hollywood Hagrid's yet. Hagrid's motorbike ride. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. may- maybe, I don't know. I'm 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 just rambling. Okay. Anyway, so those are the only two headlines right now. Um, it's kind of slowing down a little bit because holidays and um, match with coronavirus because like coronavirus is slowing down the industry already. Anyway, so I think the biggest thing that's happening until the end of the year is Soul on Disney Plus, um, yeah. and the things we already talked about. So we'll come back after the holiday and talk about Soul. But not now. I, yeah, we're going to talk about Hanukkah right now. So anyway, um, I'll start off with this, um, Lauren. What do you know about Hanukkah? Because I know you did a little bit of research before the podcast, but like. Well, as far as I, as far as I remember, uh, it had to do, I, like, I remember the Maccabees. I remember them being kind of the revolutionaries that fought against the oppressors it wasn't it like they were they um it was it was an empire that took tried to take them mm-hmm. over correct and they basically were fighting against this empire and they their temple was destroyed mm-hmm. and so they rededicated the temple uh once they uh, once it was destroyed they basically tried to reinstill hope in the people uh by lighting wasn't it they had the lantern or candle yeah, it was doing, basically an, you're doing a good job. I, okay, and so basically, oh, they only had about a night's worth of oil to bur- uh-huh. to burn the light, and it ended up burning for eight days. Yeah, that's that's so, essentially the gist. Um, so <laughs> I'll start off by saying that um, I'm pretty secular as far as my religious beliefs. Like, I don't know, like a lot of like. We've talked about this a little bit at the religion and fandom one, but a lot of my inspiration and passion and, like, just general, like, le- like the things I look for or people look for generally in a religion comes from, like, my passion for animation and art in general. So I think, like, correlation-wise, I think, you know, it's about, you know, having relatable people that people can turn to and see that they're human even though they end up doing great things so technically my favorite um my favorite biblical story is um the moses story but we can talk about that later for passover and hindu prince of egypt and all that stuff 
Um, but anyway, do you know what Passover is, Lauren? Yes. Uh, yes, I do. Because okay. that does, and again, that does correlate to, that does correlate to the Moses story. But yeah, yeah. I do yeah. know about that. Well, I know we'll talk about that one later. <laughs> but anyway, um, there's, a, there's a lot of Jewish holidays in general. Um, I guess Passover is probably the most, um, like the second most known one, Hanukkah being the first. And then we got like um, the Jewish New Year and then um, there's one before that. Um, uh, Rosh Hashanah? Yeah, well, Rosh Hashanah is the the Jewish New Year, so Yom Kippur, I think, is the one where okay, Yom Kippur, you fast. That's right. So, okay. um, and, and and God takes away your sins or something like that. And then there's some minor ones, like um, there's a tree holiday where you got a lemon and um, a leaf, and you, like, build a, a little hut called a uh, sukkah, and then you go in, and um, it's supposed to be, like, a harvesty time thing, thing i don't know mm. i like that one's kind of like that one's probably on the, the chill side as far as um important jewish holidays rosh hashanah and yom kippur are the most important ones um technically and those are the ones you get to miss school for like if you're jewish and they usually coincide between like a week or two apart um mm. and um yeah and then there's like this isn't a really a holiday this is just important um, there's obviously Holocaust Remembrance Day, which is important, but you know it's no spoiler warning. It's kind of a bummer. So um, and you don't do anything specific for that. That's just kind of like a remember the Holocaust kind of thing. So Holocaust is bad. Um, to put it very um, minorly, and it actually did happen. If you're a Holocaust denier, you can you can. There's the door. Get out right now. Like I'm not. Yeah, dealing I, with that. I don't. That's why I don't understand why people don't like there's people i understand if people haven't like learned that but if people deny it that i don't get i think it's just like people can't imagine that other people in the 20th century like in recent history could be so horrible and like demeaning towards each other and so it's just easier to deny it um you know because you you get into a lot of social economical like and then philosophical problems about like you know, did they, did they, how did they rationalize it? Like, were they just following orders? Like, and it, it's, there's a lot, um, there's a lot there. Um, and, uh, it's, 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 it's messy and, and sad. And, um, this is probably not the episode for the Holocaust, but anyway, um, you can, there's plenty of resources for that. If that's something you're interested in learning about, um, I guess you can start with Schindler's List. Um, even though that was a very minority part of the Holocaust, but it's kind of like wrapping the horribleness in like a little beacon of hope. And then, you know, with Liam Neeson and sometimes it makes it better. But anyway, um, back to Hanukkah. So that one's not as dark. So anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, um, it is the Festival of Lights. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> there's th- This is the humor of the episode. Um, Um, so Hanukkah is actually a pretty minor holiday all things considered but because it's um, tied so close to Christmas um, sometimes it's like competing if like it's the one people highlight the most because they have their big Christmas holiday Um, and Christmas is probably like the biggest Christian holiday 
right? Is that is that fair? Is that that's yeah. that's a given, right? That's yeah, that's pretty much a given. Okay, so then we're gonna be like, what about the Jews? What do they do? It's like, well, they have Hanukkah, and then Kwanzaa is more of a cultural thing, so it's not really a religious thing. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. so. From my understanding, they don't make it as big of a deal about it in Israel, which makes sense. Um, but the story of Hanukkah is basically what Lauren already described. So basically, um, to backtrack a little bit. So, um, okay, so basically, okay, backtrack a little bit more. So essentially, the Jews started to um, make, they started to gain more numbers and then they eventually, there, there's the whole Joseph story where they, like, summary of the Old Testament or, or the Torah, like, there's the, there's the Joseph story where they, um, they sell him as a slave, like, his brothers sell him as a slave, spoiler warning, I guess, if you haven't read the bible i don't know um or if you watch joseph king of dreams yeah yeah direct to video um top 10 so you get that um and that's how the brother that's how the jews end up in egypt because after joseph gains power then he forgives them um after they tell them how bad they were and then they start um they start living in egypt and then eventually like several generations later where um, people forgot that link or that wasn't as discussed. Um, the Pharaoh, which it's debated which Pharaoh, like Prince of Egypt um, uses Ramesses, which is fine, but um, I don't know if there's like, diff- like, like they've matched history with biblical studies and figured out like distinctly which Pharaoh, but anyway, um, it's, it's a moot point. So, um, then, then Exodus happens essentially, where I we'll, we'll save the Passover story for next time. But anyway, the the, the Jews ex- escape Egypt, and then um, they're in the desert, and then they eventually go to Israel, um, and then King David builds a temple, um, and it's really important. And right now, we only there's only one part of it left, and it's called the Western Wall. And, mm. um, people, um, people pray at it and they put, um, little notes, little prayers in the Western wall. That's like a tradition. And then that at night yeah. they take them and they, they, they burn them. And so anyway, um, little known fact. So one of my, when I was in religious school, one of my, um, teachers or something was going to, um, the Western wall and they were just like, who wants to put a prayer? And I put I put that Kim Possible should have a fourth season, and it happened. <laughs> Yay. God listened to me. Anyway, because um, that was the most important thing when I was, like, 13. But, you know, it, it all worked out. So, um, um, but, yeah, so before that, um, we have David and Solomon. And then eventually the Greeks are the ones who entered, entered Jerusalem, and they were just like, we don't like these Jews. We want them to worship Greek gods and stuff. And the Jews are like, no. And then um, then they were like, well, we're going to do stuff anyway. So they, I don't think they just outright kill Jews. I think they're punished for practice. They pra- they, if they, they are found practicing any kind of Judaism, 
because they're mm-hmm. supposed to convert to whatever the G- Greek religion is with with all the gods, not like her- the Her- mm. well, kind of like the Hercules movie, but not really like a real religion. So they wanted yeah, to put her- up. Her- and I was trying to think. It was like I didn't want to get it wrong on the first guess, <laughs> but it's funny because when I was saying it was an empire, I'm like, it was the Greeks, wasn't it? Yeah. And then I'm, but I'm like, maybe I I, don't, I can't remember. I'm really remembering it right, but okay, so I did. <laughs> For those of you who are history buffs. For those of you who are history buffs, here, I'll say that line better. Um, <laughs> my notes say it was in 168 BCE. Um, so this is before um, Jesus, if you're paying attention. Um, it's and, yep, BC. BC. It's BCE. They changed it oh. for, for us, for just general the general population. So it's now it's before Common Era instead of before Christ. So oh, interesting. makes sense. Um, anyway, so, um, I'm not going to pronounce this name because I'm going to get it wrong, but it's, I think it's King Antiochus the fourth. Um, and so in Jewish history, in Jewish history, um, like back, back before this happened, um, so this is in, I think this is in like the, after the Old Testament, but. Never mind. I don't know. Okay, I don't remember um, where it's from. But anyway, um, there. Anyway, there's there. The Jews sacrificed animals, and then they stopped. But but then the the Greeks were like, let's sacrifice some more animals. So they sacrificed pigs in the temple, and everyone's mad. And then mm. we got the band of rebels called the Maccabees. Yay! Um, and basically, they fight like it's pretty like straightforward they fight off the greeks um and they they over they take back jerusalem so and the, and then they um as far as the menorah so just generally in synagogues um there's supposed to be a light that never goes out like mm. you know so um like the i think i think it's the eternal light Anyway, yeah, an um, eternal flame. That, eternal that, flame, that, yeah, something like that. Which is not just a, it's not just a bangle song, guys. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. So, um, in modern times, they use electricity for the eternal light, so that way it never goes out. It's supposed to symbolize that God's always there, even though you don't think He's there or whatever. Um, so fancy so before obviously they had electricity they would use regular menorahs so the hanukkah which is the menorah that is for hanukkah has um nine um sticks and then the Mm -hmm. regular menorah has seven one for every day but you're not allowed to take regular menorah out of the synagogue so that's why we get the hanukkahs but anyway so they go to the um so i guess the obviously they shut the the turned off the menorah figuratively um and they you know how they used to light candles is they put the wax like float on the oil and then they light it that's how they did it back in the day so same thing um they thought they'd only have enough oil for one night and then they had enough oil for eight nights so they could get new oil and they could restart the whole don't turn off the light thing um and then that's the miracle of hanukkah essentially so um That was my my very bad explanation of it, but hopefully it was kind of funny. Um, any questions so far, Lauren? 
Uh, no questions, uh, but I do remember from uh, from my little bit of research I was able to do um, that it that the holiday has become a time of like because of the, they rededicate the the temple, it becomes a time of rededicating yourself to goals and and ambitions for the year to come. Is that correct? I want to make sure that's um, correct. That's more for Rosh Hashanah um, because, like, the, ho- the whole idea is for Yom Kippur, you, you fast for your sins, and then Rosh Hashanah is the, is the Jewish New Year. Um, so I imagine it might, be, it might be a time for people, like, I'm, obviously I'm not the expert, but it might be, like, maybe they renew, the, um, renew themselves that time, or it's a cleansing mm-hmm. time, I guess, for people, but technically yeah. Rosh Hashanah is the thing. And I should also mention that um, the Jewish calendar is on the lunar cycle, um, not the the one the other one that we have now, the regular right. one. So um, Hanukkah itself falls on different days in December. Sometimes it overlaps Christmas. It's early this year. Um, It'll be even earlier next year, based off of what I saw. Yeah, it's going to be even earlier, and then it jumps super forward, super far uh, in twenty twenty two. So there's so, that. That's why we're doing this episode first before all the Christmas stuff. So I think it's like starts on the eighth <laughs> this year or something like that. So I will. Can you check for that for me, Lauren? Will I keep yeah, on talking? Yeah, actually, yeah. Good, good, good question. Let me double check that. So you keep going. Okay. Drink break. So anyway, um, as as a wise man named Adam Sandler once pointed out, there's not really much to do for Hanukkah, and it starts um, on the tenth this year. There's is okay. the evening the evening of the tenth, and yeah. it goes to Friday the eighteenth. All the Jewish holidays start at sundown. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so um, anyway, there's not really um, a lot of Hanukkah media, like generally, because the Jews are in such a minority to the general population. Um, and I personally like Christmas better. Um, I think Chris. I mean, I will say I feel like Christmas at this is at this point is kind of like a non-religious holiday. And you feel like crap if you can't celebrate and everyone's like Santa and like we don't get Santa. We get like sometimes they call him Captain Hanukkah or something, but, you know, we distinctly (laughs) don't get Santa. So, um, you know, all the the kind of like youthful magic or whatever is kind of lost. And um, especially if you grow up like I did in an area where there's not a lot of Jewish people, um, it can be super isolating and depressing. So, um, you know, I think. Go ahead. As far as I as far as I remember, I mean, we're going to set aside the obvious example that everybody thinks of as Eight Crazy Nights, but we're going to also consider that Rugrats even had a special about it. And I mean, that was if I remember, like from way way back when I was a little kid, that was one of the first instances where I ever learned about Hanukkah, or at least the the story of it. Um, yeah. And so, uh, in terms of other in terms of other hanukkah specific media yeah it's it's hard i can't believe how little there is there honestly needs to be more especially after all this time yeah i don't know i guess you know i thought i thought the jews ran hollywood i guess not but um yeah there's, there's... <laughs> well, i mean that was one of the huge motivators if i remember was that when dreamworks came out and they're and they were going to come out swinging with the prince of egypt 
uh, except they try to push Ants out first to try and just be a middle finger to Pixar with <laughs> with uh, Bugs Life, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, but otherwise their first film is is uh, Prince of Egypt, and they wanted it to be like I mean that is truly like the the, the that's the studio's magnum opus. I don't think they could ever top Prince yeah, of Egypt. Yeah, I agree because it is a genuine serious story and and a genuine t- uh, retelling of the story where i think it's even better than um the original 10 commandments film in terms of it has a more compelling story mm-hmm. and how it shows the the real human struggles on of the of not only the hebrews but of also like the brothers yeah and so it's just yeah it's a, it's gorgeous and the music's freaking amazing and the visuals are st- stunning i did you know i don't know i could gush, i could gush on and on about Prince yeah Egypt. like it's i said we'll save that for the passover episode so passover <laughs> gotta wait a little April. bit <laughs> so um but yeah so prince of egypt is great and you should watch it if you haven't seen it you don't have to wait for passover it's relevant but like um we just did the video about pixar not pixar we just did a video about dreamworks and one of my big points is that you know prince of egypt is great and it's still great and DreamWorks doesn't do anything about it. Like, they don't have any new merch. And that's essentially, like, a huge hit. Like, Aladdin or something just disappe- just never being mentioned in the parks. And I'm just like, you're sitting on it. What are you doing? You, you, you sit. I want Moses merch. I want Prince of Egypt merch. I will buy all of it. So, like, I had to, like, same thing with Treasure Planet. Like, I had to go in Redbubble and find this. Like, I found something neat. But um, it's, it's um, the scene of... When Moses approaches Ramesses after his son dies, spoilers, but again, it's a Bible, Bible episode, yeah, Bible, if you, Old if Testament, you, if you know the Bible story, if you know yeah, the Bible so, story, you know how, you know it doesn't end well for the firstborns of Egypt. <laughs> yeah, generally, you know, but anyway, um, so um, it's a, it's the scene of Moses approaching Ramesses after his son dies, and that's one of the, like, the very minimalistic, like, the lighting is, like, the thing that's, play, that's playing the scene. But it's like mm-hmm. a, um, it's the, the scene is in a headshot of Moses, and it, the logo says Prince of Egypt. That's my Prince of Egypt shirt. But I had to buy that on Red, mm. I had to buy that on Redbubble because they don't make any Prince of Egypt stuff anymore. Um, Got to leave it to the indie creators to to make the make the best merch. Disney's getting a little bit better. I'm starting like so. We talked about last time. Um, we not last time. We talked about on the breaking into the industry episode how there's one Treasure Planet thing, and I've seen I've I've also seen a a one Atlantis shirt at Hot Topic now. So we're we're getting there. They're running out of things, so we have to do the well, like. Those movies are hitting their twenty year marks. Yeah. So we're gonna start getting getting the twentieth anniversary stuff. Which is when it will really start pumping out more of that stuff, because nostalgia sells, especially for, uh, especially for for the millennial generation that grew up with those movies. It's just like like a Emperor's New Groove. It's got it gained a whole lot more traction in later years because of the generation that grew up with it. So I feel 20, like I feel like years later, like Emperor's New Groove was was treated better at, from the get go because we had like the series and stuff like that. Ironic, considering the yeah. uh, considering the development hell that it went through. <laughs> but yeah, we had um, for those who are playing at home, we had one Atlantis special sequel, but it was actually a series where I guess 
Atlantis made money, but not enough money to warrant a, se- a series. Is that what happened? Yeah, it was, and, and plus, they had all these plans for, like, theme park uh, uh, integration. Like, they were originally going to turn the submarine ride at Disneyland into an Atlantis submarine ride. And that quickly got shut down because the movie was nowhere near as, exce- as successful as Disney was hoping. And it basically, uh, they were working, if, if I remember, they had the pilots going. So basically, the, the, the Atlantis 2 electric boogaloo uh, <laughs> that we got was just three episodes for that served as a pilot. That, that was the early 2000s in a nutshell. There was a lot of stuff that was like, in the 90s and the 2000s, there was a number of, quote, sequels that were actually just a compilation of stories that were slated to be pilot part of a pilot episode or the first few episodes uh, of a series that would be dedicated to that franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what happened with Atlantis, uh, but it unfortunately never made it past that, that quote, sequel that was just three stories that okay. were supposed to be for the series. But anyway. Follow-up question. Um, do you, I don't remember. Was Michael J. Fox in the in the sequel? Or did they get, he, like, a sound-alike? Uh, I think they got a sound-alike. Okay. I don't think they got... I think they probably got one or maybe two people originally back for, for, the, for the sequel. But um, I'd have to... You know what? I'm going to confirm that right now. Okay. Of what I remember, they got sound-alikes. So. Okay. Like, I know they got Cree Summers as um, Kira. She's a mainstream voice actor, so that's that that was a neat, that's a done deal. But I was wondering, yeah. like... Oh, I had the- a feeling, I, like, my, my in my mind, I'm, like, thinking, it's either, like, Cam Clark or James Arnold Taylor. Yeah, it was James Arnold T- Taylor who played Milo. Okay, in this, in yeah. The sequel, so... Okay, yeah, that that fits. Anyway, um, James Arnold Taylor does a lot of voice um, sound-alike stuff. He's Obi-Wan and all the animated stuff, essentially. So they pretty much got... Actually, they got a lot of people back, just not Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Michael J. Fox so has Parkinson's or something, so it's hard for him to do things. So I don't yeah. blame him. Yeah, it's, I, I guess in, according to recent headlines, it's getting to a point where he's not going to be able to work at all anymore, like not even on smaller projects. His, his case has gotten worse, so hopefully he 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 sticks out and he's, he still stays okay and just... Well, is Parkinson's just... like art Alzheimer's where you kind of lose your memory or is it just like you lose your mobility functions it's it's more of a physical thing than a okay. mental thing yeah that's yeah. what I thought well that sucks sorry M- Michael Fox um we we love you and back to the future um I love anyway. everything no matter no matter what the project is <laughs> Um, but that's kind of the bummer. Um, we'll probably end up talking about it in the future on the channel, but that's kind of the bummer of c- coronavirus is as much as everyone is complaining about the, um, the shutdown of Hollywood and, and just generally the remakes that are coming out of Disney, like guys, like eventually they're going to run out of the movies that everyone likes and they're going to have to do the movies that are like risks essentially because, it's easy to at least it's something compared to doing something new so like we like and atlantis is a much better um sell right now than treasure planet as far as live action because it's more actiony and it's more like um 
like Indiana Jonesy than than Treasure Planet, which I think will be adapted well to live action if we get there. We'll see. So, yeah. um, so anyway, uh, this was back to Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> If you if you're willing to um, expand your Hanukkah um, or you want to learn more about Hanukkah and media, so um, I was just curious to see what happened if I looked in YouTube. So I've I've been aware of the Rugrats um, special. Uh, we mm-hmm. had the VHS, the Macca Babies, the Macca Babies, <laughs> which is great. Um, you know, and they also Rugrats also has a Passover episode too. Um, obviously, Prince mm-hmm. of Egypt is better, but it's it's still you know. Tommy's mom is half Jewish, so they, they do a little bit of both. Anyway, but um, there's, like, a Friends episode of Hanukkah, and there's just, like, some misc, like, live-action shows where one character is Jewish, and they acknowledge Hanukkah, like, a little bit, but that's really about it. And then Eight Crazy Nights. Eight Crazy Nights in general is um, messy. Uh, <laughs> very messy. If you can get it's a, past... It's a, it's a very messy movie that has way too good animation yeah i feel so bad for animators that worked on that because they got the animation looks too good for the content they were given and this is why this is why adam adam sandler shouldn't be executive producer of anything animated um, and he's he's usually better when he's doing like things other well, people wrote hotel, for him. Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, that's what that I was, was gonna mention. Yeah, <laughs> like Hotel Transylvania is 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 very cute, and I love you gotta love the Jendi Tartagoski um, uh, action lines in those characters. You know, it's it's beautiful. There there you go for no other reason except like it's fun to look at. Um, but anyway, so and um, you know trying to think of anything else adam sandler has done that's like there was like one movie where he was like a hairdresser like a jewish hairdresser or something but like a spy anyway um adam sandler like read things other people wrote for you you're you're not as funny as you think um there's my hot take but anyway um eight crazy nights is um i think we need like a version where they cut down all the the gross stuff like it's it's bad like they have deer like i'm trying to keep this episode clean so you can learn about hanukkah but there's like there's like, like gross, gross out humor and, like, the character that um, Adam Sandler plays is like, looks like him, but he's a jerk, and it's about, like him. Um, well, he's I won't spoil it. Kind of like a Grinch. He's like yeah, a he's Grinch like a Hanukkah that learns Grinch. The true meaning of Hanukkah slash yeah. Christmas. Like Christmas. Like same same thing with Click. <laughs> same thing with Click. Like the the. The meat of the story is great and it's beautiful, but like when you put the outer layers, the Adam Sandler layers around, it just like, <laughs> man, like you could have done something that was like notable, but you had to have like crapping deer and like bad <laughs> jokes and like stop, so, stop not making only decisions. Deer, but deer eating crap. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry. <sighs> I have to. Like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to call that scene out because I can't believe. You had to have animators make these beautiful Disney-looking freaking deer, and they're licking freaking porta potty, frozen porta potty water. Just like that's just no. So if anyone it's- out there wants to make an Eight Crazy Nights version, but they just edit out the bad stuff and like put it on <laughs> YouTube or something, we'd really appreciate it. Um, just the general animation community. <laughs> 
Because um, you know what? I will admit the little, the, the actual heartfelt moments like that actually try to be serious are the moments where I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I actually kind of feel bad. And I like, but that's a good thing that I'm feeling bad because it means it's touched something, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, then it goes right back to a fart joke. And I'm like, oh. Then we learn Adam Sandler had a heart after all. Um, <laughs> this movie had a heart too with after all. Woo. So, um, yeah, you can, you can tag me on Twitter if you, like, I'm serious. If someone ends up, like, making the easiest edit ever and just cutting some bad stuff out, but still making it, like, the movie makes sense. Because I'm pretty yeah, sure I you want, could still make I, sense. But I do gotta, I do gotta wonder, though, uh, because I guess he does try to weave it into other movies, other, other ones of his movies as well, but this one in particular. I don't want to have to mention it, but because part of the story takes place at Hanukkah or revolves around having to have family over at Hanukkah, does that make Jack and Jill another Hanukkah movie? <laughs> I never saw Jack and Jill. Like good, it it's it, the only good. The only good part about it is the Dunkachino scene, and I'm not. And <laughs> it's what what honestly. What probably was originally the cringiest part of the movie it was actually not even cringy it's genuinely like the one time where it's like actually funny and it looks like al pacino is actually kind of enjoying being goofy <laughs> dear hollywood please stop giving adam sandler money to do stupid movies thanks to the <laughs> internet um you could have said that before he already made like a really bad halloween movie and released it this year and I guess that's the movie he said he would make after he said if he if he didn't, I guess if it was if he didn't win the nomination slash win at the Oscars for Uncut Gems, then he said he vowed he would make the worst movie ever made. And I'm assuming that's, that's what it like was. Half of his movies, <laughs> like this. Welcome to the Hanukkah episode where we just we just make fun of Adam Sandler half the time. <laughs> I mean, sometimes he'll be funny. Um, like uh, he guest starred in Saturday Night night live like a season ago and i liked all his all his sketches which was rare but you know um happy madison's good um but anyway yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah so, so, so i'm like early adam sandler's fine because yeah. i mean that's when that that's when that's when he was he was a little baby and he was just like and he had a style all his own that nobody had done yet and he was out there doing it and yeah. so but yeah <laughs> but then hollywood gave him too much money um <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway, um, so Hanukkah traditions. So, um, what? Well, well, to back up, like we'll close that segment. So, there's not a lot of Hanukkah media. Um, I was curious what what there was on YouTube, and I found like they did. So, Judah the Maccabee was the name of the guy who was the head of the Maccabees. Obviously, um, mm -hmm. they did one of those like historical like history episodes with Judah the Maccabee. Like they like they didn't like an Abra abraham lincoln episode and they did like a marie curie, marie curie episode and then they did judah the maccabee which i think is kind of silly and i watched it and the hanukkah sto story is relatively short if you sum it up like mm -hmm. bad guys rebels they kick the they kick the bad guys out and then the, the menorah stuff so they had to have this whole, like, keep in mind this was, like, a half an hour. So they had to have this whole subplot of, like, another Maccabee who, like, turned Greek, but then he turned back because he realized he was a Jew, he was Jew, a Jew all along, and, ah, stupid. But anyway, um, that's what I found besides, like, the whole, like, really badly edited and um, 
in basic editing um biblical stories and stuff that I didn't really want to I didn't want to bother with that so anyway <sighs> so uh back to Hanukkah stuff so um obviously there's the dreidel do you know what a dreidel is Lauren yes I do know the dreidel uh but I I guess I don't really know the origin of it I don't know if you know I don't know the origin I just know like the, the game and what the letters mean and stuff like that yeah go into that because I mean I know what a dreidel is but I don't Okay, I don't, I don't know the origin of the dreidel. Well, you, maybe you can Google that as I'm talking. But anyway, um, so, but the dreidel is basically a top with four sides on it. And, mm-hmm. like, um, and then it, like, has a spinny part at the end, so you spin it. Um, and essentially, it's a really easy game. It's kind of monotonous game, but there's, um, there's four Hebrew letters on the dreidel. There's, um, top of my head, Gimel, Nun, um, Shin... And there's another one. Hey, there we go. There's all of them. So um, the most, like, side note, the most use, the most useless s- skill that you will ever have is learning how to read Hebrew. I never, like, after your, after your bat mitzvah, it's like, it's, you never have to, like, read Hebrew ever again. Like, it's so, ah. Um, anyway. He- oh, bad Hebrew school memories. Anyway, so. Um, so Gimel the, is, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that the, the, the le- apparently it says the letters Nun, Gimel, Hay, and Shin of, uh, appear on the dreidel and they stand for, uh, the, uh oh, I know what they stand that for. means a great miracle, a, gr- a great miracle happened there. But in terms of people trying to say the correlation between the dreidel and the, the and Hanukkah. So it's just like, so okay. So, so we don't really know the origin. Okay. It's a mystery anyway. So, um, so basically, you start off with a pot. Usually, people do like candy or like they do um, shekels, which is um, it's not really it's not really like actual money. It's like a chocolate coin. So usually, that's why around Christmas time you see like chocolate coins with the like the tin tinfoil wrap wrapping. Words mm-hmm. are hard. Um, it's late. So. Um, yeah, and they're usually, sometimes they try to mimic American currency. Sometimes they put different IPs on it. It all depends. It doesn't really matter. Um, but you, like, so you buy, like, candy, and you'll put it in the middle of the pot. And depending on what letter you get, you either take all of the pot or you take half the pot. So Gimel's all. None is none. Um, shin is half. And then hey is put one of yours back. Um and there's no clear ending to, to this game, by the way. You just kind of go until, like, you feel like you want to stop. So, mm. and then it's the, like, the only really Hanukkah song besides the Adam Sandler Hanukkah song um, is the Dreidel song, um, which I'm not going to sing for you, but you can look it up. Um, it's catchy. Um, and you did, you, when I was in, when I was in religious school, like, when I was little, like, before they got, like, serious stuff um you get to make dreidels and you know like one of my like we still use a passover we still use one of my passover plates that i made like when i was in preschool or something it looks bad but you know it's fine i think i tried to mix all the colors together and it's like turned out the gross brown that happens when you mix all the colors together and my mom was like it's perfect and i'm like okay if you say so but anyway i think i only know probably i don't know how long the song is but i i know at least like 
four lines of the dreidel song. Yeah. That, I have a little dreidel, I made it out of clay, and when it's dry and ready, then dreidel I shall play. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay. Oh, dreidel, 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 the dreidel I shall play. That's as much as I know. Yeah, that's mostly it. There you go, Lauren, <laughs> song for you. I think there's there's some, like, other verses, like, about, you know, Hanukkah, gen- just generally. But um, that's the dreidel song. Um, you know what, now that I think about it, because I just remember, I don't know, maybe it was just singing it, made it, it triggered it. <laughs> South Park, hello, Kyle's yeah. family. Yeah, it, South Park is, does a good job because... Um, How, amazing that it took me this long to go, oh, shoot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, because um, the Dreidel song is a backing lyric in the um, in one of the Christmas, ep- so- the Christmas songs. So from the Christmas episode, I think South Park in general is... Um, I think that's a whole other episode as far as just discussing, like, how South Park probably needs to end at this point, too. Um, Because you can just tell that um, the creators are just tired of doing it after 20, like, five years or something like that. And people don't really pay attention to it as much anymore. And I don't know. It hurts my soul to see that no one cares about South Park anymore because, like, you know, I used to love South Park. Um, Anyway, that's definitely There's still definitely a fan base for it, and there's people still following it. But I, 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 I do agree that not as many people are following, like, the major, like, whenever they have a major special, it seems like uh, there aren't as many people talking about it. Or maybe that's just this year. Maybe everyone's so jaded. <laughs> well, it's also because um, Trey and Matt keep on negotiating their contracts less and less episodes they have to do. So people mm-hmm. kind of, like, get in the habit of stop watching it and coming back to it. Or, you know, they don't have a season long where they're consistently, like, tuning in to watch it. And, like, because they don't know when it's coming back and stuff, I think that's not helping. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, South Park is good, too, obviously. Um, if you can handle the gross-out humor in um, Cartman, just generally. Um, but, yeah, they, like, one of the... If you don't know South Park, one of the, the main characters, Kyle, is Jewish. And then he's got a stereotypical mom. And, you know, anyway. So, and then, um, the other notable thing is, um, lakas, which are potato pancakes, essentially. So think of, like, a, a, a messy hash brown, and those are mm-hmm. good, and you fry them, and, uh, one time for a hot, for, we usually did holiday parties, um, when I was in, like, middle school and high school, um, mm-hmm. and we made lakas, and my mom stopped one time we made them from scratch but it was really hard because you had to you basically you grind the potato and then you Mm -hmm. have to like rinse out the water really really hard before you can mash it together and put on the fryer so it was harder than Mm -hmm. we thought so my mom's just like we're just getting regular we're just getting frozen lakas from now on like no more (laughs) um so um so if you haven't tried them they're good um they're not my favorite jewish food my favorite jewish food is challah which is egg bread essentially that's i've had that before that's good stuff yeah i will eat a whole loaf of challah um anyway but um and people usually eat it with um their lakas with applesauce which sounds gross but it's actually like pretty good um it's like sweet and savory that's what i imagine sweet tart and savory which actually i like that flavor combination so Mm -hmm. um and you know it's usually better because the lakas themselves can be dry sometimes um and um that is the laka so i think that's all the hanukkah points oh um i should i'll we'll go over menorahs real quick and then i'll 
take Lauren's questions if she has any um, or any discussion points that she wants to bring up. But um, so the menorahs. So um, they the menorahs are fun because basically you can have any type of menorah that you want to. So um, as long as um, the shamus, which is the you light the shamus, which is the the tall candle. And then mm -hmm. the, you, sh you use the shamus to light all the other eight candles. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't do it. But um, that's so. Usually, the, that's what the tall one is. If you ever look at a at a at a menorah at a Hanukkah, technically. But if you look at a menorah and then all of the other ones, they just can't be on the same level as mm -hmm. the Hanukkah. So you get like some fun like T Rex menorahs or like. Um, any IP ever menorahs like my tra the traditional menorah that we had growing up was a Mickey Mouse menorah and it was great <laughs> and it broke I was really mad but it had this whole scene of like um it was a stage and the candles were in the, the candle holders were in the the top and then the backstage had like Mickey playing the piano and Minnie was on top of the piano and Pluto was spinning a dreidel and then Goofy Aww. and Donald were like playing instruments on the side it was great maybe if I if I um, find a picture of it, and it was like I think it was like 1930s or 40s. It wasn't like it wasn't modern day, not like modern modern Mickey, like the 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 new Mickey Mouse shorts, but like it wasn't the class the the most known Mickey, regular Mickey. It was a little bit before that stylistically. So I'd mm. say like 30s to 40s era. Like Minnie had the whole like Daisy and the the, the blue skirt thing. Like the, the yeah, like so kind of like the pie eye era. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then my mom would um I when we were in we were kids, um I never went to a um Jewish learning school ever. So my mom would come in and teach the class about Hanukkah, which is funny because she's a Catholic and she converted to Judaism after uh I think when I was like 3 or 4 or something like that. Hmm. Um so but she's really into it now. She's probably the one who's most into it. <laughs> ironically so she does like kabbalah and all that which is you can you can google it if you want to but anyway um and she's probably the most like spiritual like one in the family and everyone else is just like eh, it's 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 fun but like like we'll celebrate stuff but you know it's like it's very secular um but i think that's that's usually it so usually for hanukkah parties you'll like do a prayer with the Hanukkah, and then um, you'll eat, and you'll spin the dreidel, and then uh, that's usually it, essentially. <laughs> now, so Lauren, and, and for oh wait, and so for and then the eight days—is it eight days of gifts? That's what I was. I yeah. Was okay. Oh, let me clarify that. That was a good point. So, um, first off, my first point that I wanted to say is that um, there never used to be gifts. We have gifts now because of Christmas. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. So, usually we just light the, the Hanukkah menorah, but I personally like the Christmas thing because, like, if you don't plan Hanukkah right, then you get some crappy gifts like $5, a pencil, some socks, you know, things like that versus Christmas. It's just, like, <gasps> like your your brain explodes because even if you get socks, like, it's, it's not going to be the thing you focus on because you get, like a brand new car or something like that so um you know one heck of a range if that those are your kids but anyway um <laughs> so um again you just have to plan hanukkah right and 
like I again I'm very into Christmas because I think it's very much like Chris I've said this before but in case you came late Christmas is my favorite holiday not for the religious reasons but um I like how um like it's it's the more secular kind of like Christmas Carol vibe or it's peace on earth and you know I love the Santa Claus origin story and I think it has more of um a livelier spirit as far as just goodwill towards Hanukkah because then like generally Hanukkah it's a it's not as important um and the only reason it's highlighted so much is because it's at the same time as Christmas so mm. that um and you know I think I don't know there's just like a nice good value as far as just being like a you know trying to be a good person around the time versus Hanukkah where it's just like thanks for Thanks for that miracle, God. Thanks. We'll 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 eat some some we'll eat some potatoes and have socks. <laughs> so I think I think um the you know the non the non Christian Christmas um has a more wholesome like view of society if if that's what you want to call it. Um, and then obviously the Christmas origins stuff, and it's it's like that's why I'm saying like. Or that's why I'm an advocate for, like, you can celebrate Christmas if you're not Christian. You can celebrate it for whatever you want. Traditionally, it was a pagan holiday, and the church adopted it. So Christmas can be anything. And um, I feel bad for people who don't get to celebrate Christmas. And um, they they um, they have to miss out from all the, the Christmas stuff. And, you know, it feels bad. Like, you know, part of the reason why I did my bat, bat mitzvah is my parents... My parents said we couldn't have, um, I like we couldn't get a Christmas tree that year if I didn't do my bat mitzvah, and I'm like, well, you got me there. So I'm usually <laughs> like, like hard, Top Gun hardcore, like let's get the tree, like I'll listen to Christmas songs like throughout my working period during Christmas. Like I made my mom go get a gingerbread house, which is not, it was a Disney princess gingerbread house, but that's very me, so I'll take it. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I just love like, and you know, I love the origins and Rudolph and we'll talk about Rudolph soon. I promise. But, um, that's the end of my spiel. So Lauren, what questions, spiel, ah, Yiddish, ah, Jewish episode. So what questions <laughs> do you have, Lauren? Um, I feel like I was, well, I mean, because the questions I didn't have, I kept like asking throughout the episode because it would be like, oh, that brought up something else that I was thinking about, you know? Okay. Um, I, I guess I don't you know I'm trying to think oh um mostly because I, I'm, a, I'm a foodie are there so you you told told about the latkes and stuff uh, but what other um are there any other like holiday specific dishes that I mean even if your family hasn't done them do you know that there are Not general to dishes my like, knowledge, I, I've kind of, that's like I kind of know there's like knishes and there's like I know that's more of like a traditional Jewish food but I didn't know if they were holiday specific um, the other, the other holiday food that I'm thinking of is not Hanukkah specific. So there's, there's mm -hmm. matzah and matzah ball soup, but that's more technically Passover, Passover. And then there's, um, okay. what, what is the, 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 I'm blinking. The knish? No, it's not the knish. It's a, um, it's, it's triangle. Mm. Shoot. Uh. 
Okay. Well, anyway, I'll, it will come to me, like, after the episode is over. But anyway, so there's a triangle-shaped cookie, and that's for Purim, which is another holiday, which I didn't talk about. Um, but that's also a is it holiday. Is it pronounced Hamantash? Yeah, there it is. Hamantashen. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and Hamantashens, you can fill them with, like, jelly or, um, like, some people do, like, apple or, you know, like, sweetie things, but... The best hamantaschen are the chocolatey kinds. Those are the only ones I'll usually eat. Um, we could talk about origins of Purim some other time, but Purim is probably the funnest of the holidays. Um, and it's the one where adults are advocated to drink lots of alcohol. So I've never seen that. We usually just have like a por- like we usually would just have a Purim like like carnival essentially, but. Um, you know, yeah, I never so the- went to like an adult porn hall, like like party where people were drinking. But anyway, like in more religious places. So it's funny that I'm like looking at this for the hamantash, and it says the hamantashen are called are uh, called basically translated it says Hebrew for Haman's ears in reference to the defeated em- enemy's ears. So apparently there was this whole story behind those. Oh well. <laughs> so- it's not i mean it it can be interpreted um sometimes so she's talking about the bad guy from the story from the porum story um which is called Haman. so he like usually the telling these days is he got a triangle hat so that's why we eat the homantashin i think Mm. that's probably a change from the ears because the ears are kind of morbid and i I, I, I can only imagine because (laughs) Um, so I imagine, the, like, let's eat, uh, but let's they be do call them pocket kids. <laughs> they call them, like, like, Haman pockets, I guess. That's what they mostly are known as because of the pocket of jelly. Yeah. So, um, or chocolate. Make chocolate ones. But they never make chocolate ones because no one thinks of them. But, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, Purim's, um, a much funner holiday, generally. Um, and that was, like, I just always think of the, the, the family guy joke where, um, um, there's there's two Jews that are lifting um, that are moving rocks for the pyramids, and he's just like, you know, we're our us Jews are getting our bad times out of the way early. We're, it's all smooth sailing from here. <laughs> um, so you know, it's historically it's you know it's a historic thing that you know Jews have been in the minority and they have for a, like for forever, and then people pick on other people the minority and it's great and thanks society um uh but I guess uh, my, do you have I any other my, go ahead yeah i was gonna say i guess my next question would be in terms of of representation of i mean it could be i guess uh, of, of hanukkah specifically do you think how else do you think that should because there really should be more retellings of the story because they're mm-hmm. really aren't any besides as far as i can tell like the couple of the rugrats one and the couple of tv specials and eight crazy nights um yeah and and even then eight crazy nights isn't a retelling of hanukkah or anything it's just it is just revolves around hanukkah Mm -hmm. uh, hanukkah time of the year because and it is kind of like they do kind of point out like um with the town that the characters live in in eight crazy nights is that the Jewish population is also very small in, in that, where it's just like, and here we're here for, with all of our Jewish friends. And there's like a table of like three people sitting there and like, yay. <laughs> but uh... it's, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, I guess it's be like, how would you, 
what would you like to see more of in terms of like i guess Hanukkah? what would you do ah sorry that's a bad joke did you get it <laughs> no i got it okay I, you didn't laugh and i was like oh i, I didn't know it was that <laughs> no anyway, it was because um, i was finishing my thought and then i heard it, I'm like uh. okay but anyway um so i think it's it's similar just in, in any more any minority like the same thing it could be said is there's not a lot of kwanzaa episodes like there's a proud family kwanzaa episode and there's mm-hmm. a Rugrats Kwanzaa episode. And that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Um, so, you know, it's just like, um, usually don't get a cast. Usually get the token person that is the token thing. And usually token person has to talk about the token thing uh, when there's an episode revolving around token thing. So I think um, people just don't really like, and it's also when you're competing with Christmas, which is kind of like, again, the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of like goodwill towards men is just overpowering. Um, mm-hmm. Between the two people want to focus on that. Um, like I'm thinking like Kim Possible did, they did an episode around bar- Ron's bar mitzvah or after Ron's bar mitzvah where it revolved around um, that, but not specifically Hanukkah. And they mentioned, Kim mentions Hanukkah in the Christmas episode but there's not really, like, a reference to it besides th- those couple of points, really. Um, I don't know. But anyway, um, I think it's just kind of hard to um, justify a story around Hanukkah that is not, like, we're doing, the, we're doing it ham-fistedly where they have to have a, char- a minority character um learning about something through their minority like holiday or whatever like i think it would be a much better like a much better setting if like any characters like you know come in and there's like hanukkah stuff and like there's some kind of plot element with hanukkah stuff and then they kind of learn about hanukkah through the what's going on in their setting versus just like one character having to tell the story or whatever so i think Mm -hmm. it's hard for people to justify doing it well as well as trying not to force the actual story from you know just a a certain um a certain perspective um and then the the obvious thing is it's a little bit more risky comparatively to just doing your christmas episode and i imagine if a show is going to do something um especially with like christmas specials going on and the re-airing of like just general christmas content they're at least going to do their Christmas episode first if they even, like, think about doing a Christmas, like, a December-themed holiday. Um, mm-hmm. Unless you're Clone High, which is Snowflake Day. Bless Clone <laughs> High. Um, and then they might get to Hanukkah later, which is what Rug- which, which is what Rugrats did. So, um... Right. But, you know, minorities are hard. Uh, especially with, like, just the general atmosphere of, like, everything this year. So, um... Uh, uh, I, I hate I hate this I hate 2020 but <laughs> that's gonna be like over. the whole podcast <laughs> okay anything yeah, I, else Lauren I think that I think that pretty much covers it at least okay. for me for right now okay um let me think if there's I don't think I think that's really it because Hanukkah is pretty like a pretty chill holiday for the most part um if you want to learn about Hanukkah, you can probably pirate the Rugrats episode somewhere from something. <laughs> um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like in the like the third or fourth season, something like that. 
Um, yeah. Eight Crazy Nights. Um, if you're willing to sit through all the BS, literally, then um, and wait for the core of the story, great. Um, if someone's working on that edit from the, for the movie, then wait for that, hypothetically. Um, and just watch that, because that will be, like, ten times better. Um, there's also, like, a Friends episode, which is bad, because, like, um, the characters Ross and Monica are a brother and sister, and they're supposed to be Jewish, but they, they only, they don't really ever mention on the show, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, especially... Yeah, that's kind of, I kind of thought about that myself. I'm like, wait, aren't they Jewish? But then they're just like, oh, but let's, let's do the Christmas thing. And I'm thinking, they're not... They're, like, not really going to even touch on, I don't know, their traditions. Because they don't talk about much about their religion on the show. Yeah, that's that's just a general complaint, though, um, is that Friends doesn't really do Jew that well. Um, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe the Manhattan setting where people are just, like, there's a lot of Jews in Manhattan for people who are not playing, for people who are playing at home. So maybe there there wasn't a, as much of a need like to talk about it because it was more exposed in the culture than just like oh we put the menorah up because cultures next to the Christmas next to the huge Christmas tree so I don't know um, let me just look on my list to see if there's anything else um, any other specials that I'm not thinking of. Oh, oh, duh. I'm an idiot. Um, so I haven't gone in there yet. That's probably why I didn't think about it. But um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, um, the main character is Jewish. Oh. So um, she has a Hanukkah song. And I haven't gone to the Hanukkah special because I'm only on season one. But I, I, um, they also, before this, they have a, they have a Jap battle, which is um, a rap battle. But um, Jap is not a slang term for Japanese. It's... Um, it's Jewish American princess. So usually, mm. um, usually, um, Jewish girls that come from uh, relatively well-off households that um, get a lot of things that they want. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So you know, then they have a song. I they have a bar mitzvah song. So I'm sure there's stuff that you can pick out from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and then like the the couple of. Um, a couple of Saturday Night Live sketches, but that's really it. Like, you know, and, oh, now that I think about it, another good show to check out, and I'm still working my way through it, is uh, the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Lead is Jewish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a huge. That's a huge Jewish show. Um, and it's, it's like hard. Amazon's biggest, Amazon Studios' biggest hit right now. So yeah. I mean, they really push for Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is is actually a, a great show. And yeah. I just haven't, I haven't been able to finish it yet, but it so far so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very good, very Jewish. Um, all the Jewish stuff. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything um, else that I can end on. I guess if you guys have any more questions um, after the show, um, you can go on the fan server and ask me stuff, and I might I might answer it if I feel like it. But I hope that you watch the whole. You did your own research before you asked me. Like, how do you spell Hanukkah? And I'm just like, there's multiple, there's technically multiple ways to spell Hanukkah. There's no right yeah. way. So you can spell it with an H or a CH or I don't, whatever. There's no right way. It's confusing to me too. Um, but yeah, um, I don't really, I think we're good. Um, yeah. If, you're good, Lauren. 
Yeah. You're, not, you're, you're all Jewed out. <laughs> I've gotten my uh, education. Uh, okay. Okay. So this we'll do our closing stuff. So um, if you're new to the show, I don't know why you're watching the Hanukkah special first, but welcome to the podcast. Um, as usual, subscribe to the main channel on YouTube um, and press the notification bell because that's important because we're desperately trying to increase and get people used to non-horse stuff, which um, is a thing that has been a hard adjustment-wise and view-wise, and we just want people to watch the videos, and um, every every like and comment counts. Um, I love you. Um, and then the podcast is available on all the podcast places. Um, mm-hmm. And so then you on YouTube. stream us pretty too. much anywhere. Uh, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, are we on Spotify? No. Yeah, we're on Spotify. Oh, we are? Okay, just making sure. I was, like, trying to remember. I don't we, know. We, we, go, we, go through a lot of, we go through a lot of avenues. When, and then, of course, the episodes go up on YouTube as well. So, I mean, we, we try to touch a lot of bases. Yeah, so, and by now, we're probably using the Christmas over, well, we are using the Christmas overlay, so yay, you you, you, li- you looked at Christmas while you listened about Hanukkah, yay, you did it, so. Um, Getting that holiday spirit. And then if you're you're not new to watching the show, like, please tell a friend, at least about the main channel, I'm not as concerned about the pot, like, I like doing the podcast too, like, I don't want to throw Lauren under the bus, but, you know, <laughs> like, um. The podcast is, like, nice if people... People, like, are weird about podcasts. They either listen to them or they don't. But, like, YouTube videos, they're just like, oh, I can consume a YouTube video, but podcasts are boring. And I'm just like, but no, we talk about important things like art. Don't you care about the arts? Re. So Earth without art is just, eh. <laughs> I haven't heard that joke before. That's a good joke. Um, <laughs> and then um, I'll say this. I'll say this, too. Um... We don't, so um, people don't really realize this, I guess, but we accept fan art and put fan art at the end of the outros of the main videos now. So you don't have to draw fan art, but if you want to draw fan art and want to have it in the in the video, then you can draw fan art. And the, the email address is ilovefanartalot at gmail.com and send it there, and then we'll put it in the in the video, regardless of quality, as long as it's, like, safe and there's not any weird stuff in the picture please um it has to be fan art it just can't be any fan art but um you know like we want to give back to you the people the people um but yeah um and then join the fan server if you if you like discord servers like i don't know it's hard to get those things active but if you like that thing it's somewhere it's it's on the about page i think of the main channel it's there okay um so we'll see you next week um well we'll be talking about i'm not sure yet because i'm not sure what order these are going to be released in but we'll talk Either more way, about we have some stuff queued up written, yeah we got some to... things that people will like about christmas and sometimes it's not about christmas and you know but we will probably have holiday vibes all around yeah so um thanks for coming happy holidays we'll do happy, happy hanukkah for now and then we can do Merry Christmas at the Christmas one. So have yeah. have a happy Hanukkah. Hope be be good for Captain Hanukkah so you can get your lockas. Um <laughs> bye everyone. Bye bye.
Thank you so much for listening to Animation Communication on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider. We are really hoping this show makes a difference in how people view animation and media, as well as giving and providing advice for people all over the world who like or want to join the animation or media industry. If you liked what you heard, please remember to subscribe and rate those five stars, as well as tell your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our main YouTube channel, I Love Kim Possible A Lot, and turn those notifications on. My name is Scribbler, and you have been listening to Animation Communication. Thank you.